Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Self Love Club, the podcast chatting about stuff that matters. Created and hosted by me, broadcaster Belle Crawford. Thank you so much for joining me. And on the show, it's a chit chat episode. These feature in between our guest episodes. Let's catch up. I'm answering your questions, advice from your bestie Belle, if you like, and sharing my recommendations of what I've been watching, listening to, and reading. Plus, giving you the heads up on two very exciting upcoming releases. Before we get into it, please make sure that you're subscribed on your podcast app. Hit follow on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram. I posted a Q&A on my socials and if you ever have some advice you want, you want to chat anonymously, I'll keep that very private. I do have the honor and privilege of speaking to a lot of self-love clubbers all the time. Um, Someone recently was going through a breakup and a few years ago I wrote and recorded how to get through a breakup, which you could always listen. There's a quick access link. Um, in my bio and I've got it there so if anyone needs it in an emergency I know how these things work and you just really need some comfort some things to help you through tough times always check out the link in my bio for quick uh, links and things first up in the Q&A someone's asked how do I practice self-care and do things for myself without feeling guilty or like I'm wasting my time Oh, I can so relate to this. I think a lot of us feel that way when we're doing things for ourselves. It's sort of deeply ingrained into us that doing things for yourself is selfish. And I think particularly as women, mothers, you know, you're always doing things for other people. It can take a while to learn because I know that I definitely felt that way at times. And I still do. I mean, I think we live in this culture of being productive and getting stuff done, but it's sort of over time learning that rest is productive and doing things for yourself is productive. And when it comes to the wasting time part, you don't have to be productive every single moment of your day. In fact, you can't. But if you can flip it to thinking as well that, hey, if I'm taking care of myself, I'm actually going to perform better. I'm going to be more productive in other areas as well. So yeah, learning that resting is, is productive and taking care of yourself is productive. If you don't take care of yourself, you're going to feel even worse when you can't get stuff done at all. So, And if that's your mindset, then of course at first when you start doing it, it's going to feel a little bit strange, but it's almost like flexing a muscle. And the more you do it, the more it just becomes part of your routine and way of being, I guess. Just like you go to work or you're at home or whatever you're up to, you know, whether it's going to the gym, that self-care, exercising, going for a walk, it's that's still doing something and as well as resting and not doing things and you know like meditating or whatever it is for you hanging out with your friends it's still productive you still get stuff from it and you can't be on all the time and in terms of doing things and not feeling guilty about it again it's a tricky one especially if it's deeply ingrained in your in you and our culture to you know that 
oh, you're selfish for doing things for yourself. Uh, you are absolutely not. So starting small and doing little things for yourself, you know, whether it's having a bath or doing your skincare, stuff you can do in your everyday life. And, you know, we're not talking, I mean, if you want to do this, totally fine. We're not talking going out for lavish days at the day spa. Again, you do you if that's what you want to do or you do do, that's totally fine. But I would say start small in your everyday life and realizing that you deserve the love, you deserve the care, you know, it's like basic needs taking care of yourself. But just like you give all of that to everybody else around you, you need to give it back to yourself. And so if you can start thinking like that a little bit and just by doing these little things, hopefully that'll help ease the guilt. But at the same time, it's not selfish to take care of yourself. And it's actually setting a really good example to those around you when you do look after yourself. If you have children, it's setting a really good example to your children that it's important to take care of yourself. And whether that's really basic self-care, which I think for a lot of us is what we practice, you know, it's like the moving my body each day or making sure I'm getting enough sleep if I'm a bit tired, having a nap on the weekend, my favorite, or just chilling out, reading a book, um, whatever feels good to me, doing some pampering. Honestly, what can we classify as self-care? One thing for me at the moment, it's so basic, just the feeling I dread washing my hair, but just the feeling, <laughs> put it off. I'm more of a once a week wash the hair girly, seems to be fine and uh, keeps it all nice. But the feeling afterwards, oh, I feel like I've been to the salon or something, just <laughs> blow drying my own hair and yeah, feeling fresh. Whatever it is for you, find those little moments. And if you do struggle with feeling a bit guilty or you feel like you're being lazy or not productive, no, that's not true. And we've got you in that. Like over the years, we'll support you and hopefully transitioning your thinking. You're not selfish for taking care of yourself. Imagine if someone said you were selfish for getting enough sleep or moving your body or like I just said, like washing my hair. How outrageous would that be? You're not selfish. So start taking really good care of yourself, just like you do for other people. I think that's how I started in this because it's not like self-care is always natural to us. Yeah, sure, it could be just basically looking after ourselves. But yeah, I grew up as well of going to be doing things like not sitting around and I hope that helps. And of course, listen to our backlog of episodes for help on that and make sure you follow our socials for daily tips. Another Q&A here, it says, I'm single and about to turn 30. Almost all of my friends are coupled up, getting engaged and married and having kids. I've started to feel a bit isolated and like I'm getting left behind. I want to travel and do things, but it's becoming harder as everyone couples up and is moving on with their own lives. Oh, that is so relatable and probably a situation more people don't realize that they're in. Um, We have covered off, you know, surviving the panic years and I've definitely spoken about this for myself as someone who I met my boyfriend, I think when I was 32. And so, yeah, I went through my late 20s 
and early 30s on my own. You know, there's a couple of little shorter relationships in there. But, yeah, it is tricky. I think the thing that really helped me, and I not everyone has this, is I did have and I still have some really good close friends that are single. So I think it really helps if you still have someone um, <laughs> as everyone's sort of moving on. Another thing I discussed with a friend recently, which is so true, you know, when you're in your teens, especially in your 20s, you do catch up with your friends a lot more than you do as you get older and maybe move into your late 20s, early 30s. And, you know, the whole, oh, what are we doing tonight? And every Saturday night you had to be doing something, you know. It was very social. It was, it's a fun time and you you look back, not that we're old, but you do look back and you don't have that same spontaneity that you're going to end up at a random party and you're going to, you know, who knows what the night will bring and you're ending up at this place and having sleepovers with your friends and then, you know, waking up and, chatting about all the funny memories from the night before, those are some of the best memories. And as you do get older, you don't have the opportunities for that to happen as much. It still may happen and, you know, you still have a social life, but it's not that whole, oh, so what are we doing tonight? Because, yeah, people have partners, people, you just grow up and, I don't know, it's a little bit sad, but it's also just life so that can be tricky, although for a lot of us, it gets to a point where we don't want to go out every weekend anymore. Um, I've definitely gone through phases with that, but I was a real party girl back in the day, party galley, a party girl. If you know me, you'll know that. I guess it was around the time I started this podcast, I stopped going out every weekend and started working on this on my weekends and you know, if I was hungover, I wasn't really able to do things like this because, you know, you just feel like a piece of crap and you don't want to <laughs> get out of bed. And, you know, so I did stop going out every weekend and everyone's different. Like you may not be someone that likes going out in your, in your early 20s. That's totally fine. There's no wrong or right way. It is really hard when you feel like you're being left behind. I can relate with that. I think a lot of people can. And like I said before, if there is someone that's in a similar situation to you, another thing I would say, and I learned to do this, was just because you're not in a relationship or at the same stage doesn't mean you can't go out and do really cool things. I did a lot of travel when I was single, and I can share more of that if you would like. I shared a lot of it on my socials over the years, and on this podcast, I did some episodes about my travel where, of course, I would meet up with people that I knew overseas. I did a lot of tours, like Top Decks, those sorts of things, like Top Deck Kentucky. They're really great when you are in that situation because you'll meet people. One of them, I had the best time with the best group of people. It was one of the best trips of my life. And it's just remembering that just because you are not in that same situation doesn't mean you get to miss out on life. You don't have to wait till you're in that situation to do things that you really want to do. I know, of course, it's nice to travel with people, but there is always that option of still doing it. And I definitely, I had some great times. And yeah, so I would, if you want to travel and do things, it's about creating that life for yourself and not just relying on those around you or because sometimes you can miss out on doing things if it doesn't fit in with other people's lives. So if you can, I would look into planning a trip if you're wanting to travel. 
Uh, if you've got friends in a similar situation, start chatting with them. Look into your options. Where do you want to go? Because it is a really, uh, I'd say, affordable way to travel and see lots of places is doing a Top Deck or a Kentucky. And they have a lot of deals. So, yeah, check out where you want to go and start saving. Start planning towards it and know that you can still have a really good time. I definitely was in this situation for a while. If you haven't listened to previous episodes, I had been in a long-term relationship in my 20s. And then for my late 20s, I was single. And that was honestly one of the best times. I got to do so many things and travel and in my career, which I probably wouldn't have been doing if I had been in a long-term relationship or stayed in that part of my life. So I definitely can relate to that. And it's hard. And dating is hard. And like when you're in your 20s, it's fine, right? Which is wild because 30, late 20s, 30 is not old. I can only imagine if you're older than that, it must be even harder. But it, I do notice, and you probably relate as well, like when you're in your early 20s and you're not in a relationship, no one really bats an eyelid. But then as soon as you start getting towards 30 in your 30s, it's probably the first question you get asked. And it can be quite isolating and you sort of feel a little bit shamed by it. I definitely can relate with that. And I've spoken about that a lot. But just, yeah, create the life you want. And all the stuff, it will come. If you want that, it will come and... The way I look at it is create the life you want so that when you meet someone, you can do even more fun things. Don't sit around missing out just because you feel like you need to be with someone to travel. Absolutely not. Some of the best trips I had are when I was single and I would do parts of it solo. I took myself to the honeymoon capital of the world and had naps, read my book in the sun, did not give a... And it was honestly the best. Um, And then on that trip, I met up with friends and did a tour beforehand in Croatia. So there are a lot of people in a similar situation to you. Once you look outside your broader friendship group, a lot of people now share those sorts of stories online a lot more. So that's nice to hear about. Next up in our Q&A, someone says, I've recently left a relationship that was no longer working. I'm through the worst of the breakup now and I'm having less sad days, but it's still hard. I'm working to set up a new life for myself and I know I've done the right thing, but have you got any advice? Oh, well done for doing what's best for you and I'm pleased to hear that you're through the worst of it. The first part of a breakup, honestly, is just the absolute pits and you've just got to keep plodding along one step ahead of the other and knowing that each day you are getting through the worst of it and then one day it does feel lighter and, and you will feel a lot better. But yeah, oh, I some of the worst times, right? They're just awful. Advice of setting up your new life and just, I guess, getting on with things. You've got to back yourself and know that what's happened's happened. I know that you can often in these situations, think, oh, what have I done? Have I blown my life up? Have I done the right thing? Even though you do know it's the right thing, because it would have been a lot more comfortable to stay in a situation. And often external pressures as well, people being like, oh, that could have worked out when they might not know the ins and outs of what was going on in your life or your relationship. It's just knowing that you've done all you can and 
you're doing the best you can and you just got to keep moving forward. And if things are meant to work out in the future some way, they will. But there's no point worrying about what could have been right now. The most important thing is getting yourself through this and keeping on moving. It sounds like you're doing really well and you're probably doing better than you realize. I would start creating a routine and a life of and doing things that you really enjoy, whether it's want to be a Pilates princess or <laughs> really tap into your interests. What are you like doing? You know, are there things that you didn't get to do as much because you were giving your attention and your love to somebody else? I think something to remember as well is some of the most beautiful things can come out of a breakup as awful as it is, uh, all the snotty cries. They are really when something amazing can happen because you're forced to keep going and it's such a gut-wrenchingly awful feeling, you know, whether it's something that you really want to do with your life. I know for me, I actually started this podcast a little after. I'm not going to, that person isn't getting uh, credit for this, but I started my blog and writing after I'd gone through a breakup with someone that was really selfish and nasty and I was just like right I'm done like I'm done trying to find this person and like be so loving and caring to someone else it's time to do that for myself and I didn't want to be in a relationship you know I was like I'm absolutely done I need a bit of a break from this like (laughs) the dating world can do your head in and so I started blogging and my friend helped me set up a website and then eventually the podcast came about. So, and I booked all these really fun trips. I did an amazing trip around Thailand and then I did Europe a little bit later after that. So I would just remind yourself that so many incredible times are yet to come. If there's something, you don't have to create something, but if there's something you really want, this can be a really good time to really invest in it because, you know, this is your own time to invest in yourself. And whether that's, getting stuck into your life as it is and and reading books and watching shows like you don't have to go out there and girl boss anything but if there is something you really want to do maybe you've always wanted to study something maybe you've got an idea for a business or you want to start creating content or whatever it is this is the time to really get stuck in and do it for yourself and pour that energy into yourself it can often really make you heal and feel a lot better Keep surrounding yourself with really good people. And if you are a routine person, I don't know, I definitely am. I think a lot of people listening, I I know from some of you that you are as well. It's just setting up those little rituals and things you like doing, a self-care routine and things that make you feel good and, and support you through good times and tricky times when you're still recovering that beautiful heart of yours. Also, I'm not saying do anything drastic, but we all know that after a breakup, it's a perfect time to, you know, completely change your identity. No, <laughs> get a new haircut, uh, book a trip, move countries, basically start your life over. No, I am kidding, but that actually can really help as well. Is there somewhere you want to go? I've actually been speaking to a self-love clubber recently who has moved countries and is creating a new life for themselves and they are starting to you know it's been tricky but you start to thrive and yeah if you've always wanted to do that and a relationship was I wouldn't say holding you back but it just wasn't your life at that point then of course don't like make impulsive decisions unless you really want to yeah ask yourself what you really want and go for it and have fun and 
make sure you hang out with your friends and good people and have laughs and take really good care of yourself. It sounds like you're doing a really good job, but yeah, my number one would be to nurture yourself. Focus on what you want in your life. Whatever it is, chase it and do it and start getting stuck in. Just start and make plans for yourself. Last question in my Q&A for this episode. We'll, of course, do more another time. It says, I'm feeling a bit lost about what I want in my life and my career, and it's making me feel overwhelmed and like a bit of a loser. How do I work out what I want to do and not stress about it like I'm getting too old? Please help. Oh, gal. All right, so I can relate to this too, and I was speaking with a friend a little while ago, and because she was feeling a bit lost, I think we all do at times. We're not all supposed to, like, we think we're meant to have everything figured out, but we actually don't, and when I said to her, honestly, like, that's so valid, I think you, would real, you wouldn't realize how many people actually feel the same. Uh, that's why I, like, encourage, get on TikTok. Honestly, I actually feel sad for people who aren't on TikTok because they miss out on knowing about so many things. Like, would you even know about Girl Dinner if you weren't on TikTok? If you know, you know. All the viral products, all the, the things we know about. There's so many things on there. Yeah, honestly. Please, if you if you want to join, have fun. Come hang out. My um, handle is in my socials as well, bell underscore Crawford. I'm posting multiple times a day on my TikTok, so I'd love to see you there. Okay, so there's a few steps to this, but it's really hard when you do feel overwhelmed by it because, you know, like, you're like, well, where do I go from here? What do I do? I'm basically putting myself into a freeze response. I, like I said, I can relate, and this is something that I've, even experience this year to a certain degree, you know, and we feel like we get to a certain stage in our lives and we're going to have everything figured out. And I've even thought perhaps because I was so sure about what I wanted to do in my career from quite a young age, and I still do know, but I, I said to my friend Ellie, maybe this is my time to be a little bit confused about things um, because I've always you know, knowing what I want to do, you're never going to feel 100% sure of everything. It's okay to feel a little bit lost. No one, no one fully knows what's going on. We're just all trying to do our best. And a lot of what you'll see out there is just people putting their best foot forward, their highlights reel when people experience this stuff all the time. So know that you are not alone. I find that can be really helpful and it can be really good to chat about it, you know, with someone that you trust or because what do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved, but it can just take a bit of a pressure off because it can feel quite intense when it's something you're feeling and think when you share it, it doesn't feel as heavy anymore and people can rationalize things a bit more and share their perspective and just takes it down a little bit. Okay, there's a few steps to this. You're not a loser. I've even felt like that recently with work stuff and things I've been working on. Honestly, I'm like, I'm 34, you know, I should have everything figured out. We all have times where we feel like a bit of a loser. But let me tell you, you are absolutely not a loser and nothing can be perfect all the time. And often we're a lot harder on ourselves than anyone else ever would. They would never be like, oh, you're such a loser in your job and all of the good things that you're doing, you know. Don't be so mean to yourself. And a mean girlies are coming out, aren't they? But it's very normal to feel that way when you feel like you should progress, right? Or 
I shared this on a previous episode recently, one of our chit chat ones, and also I was on PJ's podcast who I used to work with in radio, and it's something that came from my boyfriend. It was not everything's going to be at this high level all the time in all areas of your life. So, you know, you can't be thriving at everything all at once. And that's okay. And if you are, then great, go off, sis. But it's okay if not everything is perfect or in your mind where you think it should be because there's still time. We're not too old. And again, people who are older than us would be laughing at us thinking that, oh, we think we're too old to do things. And they're like, well, no, there's plenty of time. And there's wild statistics about how many jobs our generation will have compared to previous ones. So you don't have to have it all figured out. When it comes to working out what you want, there's a few tips I would suggest. And taking a breath, taking the pressure off yourself a little bit, if it helps to write it down, you could even just like write down some points of, you know, what it is you want in your career, what's making you feel overwhelmed. So just write it all down could be really helpful. Even with work things, you can be, if you don't know what you want to do, that's totally fine. A lot of people don't and you don't have to have it all figured out. But even if you just jot down some things that you enjoy or is there a job that you've liked or is there something you see out there have a look online at job sites is there something that sounds like you is there an industry you want to work in even if they're ideas jot it all down say for example you're thinking I love marketing I am a marketing girly I like fashion I like beauty I'm probably talking about myself a bit here but start thinking about the things you really love and you would feel passionate about working in maybe it's, it seems random and weird to you. It doesn't matter. Just write it down. But yeah, start thinking about the things that you really love. Are there parts of what you've done that you enjoy? What don't you enjoy? Of course, no job is going to have everything 100% perfect. But are there parts of what you have done that you love? Also, don't think that anything you've done is a waste because there are so many things you'll realize over time that you would have gained and learned from previous jobs or different areas that you've worked in it all works out and it could be worth talking if you're looking for work it could be worth talking to a recruiter in your field or just yeah seeing what's out there or just getting an idea for it but don't put too much pressure on yourself it can be hard not to stress about it of course because it's important to you if you can start getting a little bit of clarity around what you want and if you're struggling with that don't worry as well but start small one step at a time if you can make a little action plan of break down little areas of you know what do you want where do you want to be start thinking about all that stuff and work towards that and you don't have to have it all figured out this year next year it'll all happen in time I would definitely recommend listening to our episode called Advice for Surviving the Panic Years. I'll link it in the show notes. Trying to think of books that would be really helpful to read as well. I mean, hello, one that springs to mind, of course, is Dolly Alderton's Everything I Know About Love. Yes, it is about love and things, but it's very relatable in terms of working out what you want and feeling like a failure and feeling like you don't have your life together. Know that you're not alone. You've got us here. If you have any things you want to ask me, any advice you want, please send them through. You can send them at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram or at me at Belle Crawford on Instagram. I'll save them anonymously and we can chat and discuss because 
there's probably people who are experiencing similar things and and the advice can be helpful to lots of us as well still to come recommendations what i've been watching listening to and reading plus heads up on two very exciting releases this year plus we'll catch up a little we'll be back after a quick break a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. My recommendations. Now, I share all of my show recommendations, and I have for years, in my Instagram Rex highlight folder, so you can flick through there. And also, I'll post about them on my TikTok. Now, I haven't been watching a lot lately, but then I realized there were a few shows to tell you about. I have been watching the reboot of Sex and the City and Just Like That season two. I've been lucky to see pre-screeners that I get for shows. And look, it's never going to be the same as the original. It's just not. But I think I've enjoyed season two a bit more than season one, just for the nostalgia, for the ridiculously rich New York lives and the fashion. And yeah, season two has been a little bit better as it's gone on. Also, there was a show on Netflix that I watched, super light show if you're interested and you're needing one of those. I'm trying to find out what it was it's on Netflix. It's called Survival of the Thickest. I hadn't had an afternoon in ages where I'd actually watched a whole series, but I did with this show when I was just resting on the couch. I wasn't feeling 100%. It's a really easy watch. It's set in New York. Big tick. I love shows that are set in New York. It's about a funny fashion stylist who's rebuilding her life after a breakup with some really great friends and some weird characters, which we are a big fan of. So definitely check that out. Also, if you want something wholesome to watch, there are, of course, three seasons of Sweet Magnolias. I adore some of the shows like this that are set in a quaint town, that southern comfort feel, and yeah, it's a really wholesome show to watch, some good characters, and I just find it a really easy watch to have on. And if you've never watched it before, there are three seasons to get stuck into. I also have discovered a new podcast, thanks to my friend Tracy. It's called Pop Apologist, two sisters who have a pop culture podcast. I am an absolute pop culture nerd. I will do deep dives myself on gloss and on socials, but when I find a really good podcast that's not like mean girl vibes, I really love it. I find their dynamic really funny. It's well made and yeah, I've really enjoyed it. So check that one out. For books, again, I share all of my book club recommendations in a highlights folder on my socials and then often I'll post about them on Instagram and TikTok and posts as well. But one of my, <laughs> I say one of my toxic traits is buying new books when I already have uh, some on my bookshelf that I haven't read yet. So in this economy and also in order to just make sure I read all the books, I have been actually reading books I already own instead of buying new ones, or I've been listening to some on like an audiobook situation. At the moment, I'm finishing a Leanne Moriarty book, older book that's really good. I just want to make sure I've, re I've read about six of her books now, I think. I do that hyperfixation thing where I'll read them all. But there are a few books I have on my radar, of 
course, very exciting upcoming releases, the long-awaited memoir from Miss Britney Spears. The Woman and Me will be out in October. This is going to be incredible. I would definitely recommend listening to it. It'll likely be read by her, which just makes it feel more intimate with celebrity memoirs. And also, we have a real treat in store for us in November. There's a new novel coming from Dolly Alderton. It's called Good Material. I, of course, I've already mentioned on this episode everything I know about love. I liked Ghosts as well, and I'm very excited for this. I know a lot of us are absolute Dolly Alderton fangirls, and I'm really excited for this book to come out later in the year as well. Like a lot of us, I have been completely swept up in Barbie mania. It'll be my entire personality for the rest of the year. Literally go to see it once, then that's it. But it has been really special. I think it's just one of those nostalgic moments, something so iconic from our childhood. And they did such a good job of the movie. It's already surpassed over a billion dollars, broken a bunch of records, And Mattel, actually, the company that owns Barbie, has now thought, oh, maybe we'll make heaps of other movies. There's already 14 in the works for other toys they own, which there's already a Polly Pocket movie in the works, which Lena Dunham's directing from Girls. Lily Collins, of course, you'll remember her as Emily and Emily in Paris. She will play Polly Pocket. I'm definitely excited for that. I did have Polly Pocket, but... I don't know if it will have the same movement as like Barbie, for example. And then they were even looking at making like a, you know, Uno the card game, a movie about that. Yeah, fun. But again, I don't think it'll have the same, I don't want to say hysteria, but the same absolute hype that our Queen Barbie deserves. I think watching Barbie though, I had a lot of fun in the lead up getting really creative. I made some content with like outfits that were Barbie inspired, which I shared. And it did really, I think for some of us, maybe it wasn't this for you and that's totally cool, but it did bring out our inner child for a lot of us. And for me, it made me realize maybe it just happened around the similar time, but I was finding so much joy and happiness and being creative and, you know, finding the outfits in my wardrobe that which I have, a, I basically have a lot of stuff. I didn't have to buy anything. Like, I mean, I, I wouldn't have, but I have a lot of things that were Barbie inspired. And it just made me realize that being creative is one of the main ways and such an important way for me to feel happy. And if I'm not being creative, then I can feel a bit flat. So yeah, maybe it's just a creative girly thing, but it's just one of the things I know that makes me feel happy. And so I need to be creating. And so lately I have been creating a lot of fun content and I've been having a lot of fun with that and which is cool because you know earlier this year I was sort of struggling in my head a little bit and feeling quite down about stuff so it's been really good and I really liked tapping into that I guess side of myself because yeah when I was a little girl I was always making stuff in my bedroom and being creative and dreaming up these dreams and and of course there were some as well as the movie being colorful and fun and just an absolute visual dream, there were some important themes covered in it, which really makes you think. And, and you know, I think a lot of us have been very emotional after seeing it. Um, there was a video I made, which was using a quote from the movie, um, which you can check out on my Insta and TikTok. I said in it, who knew we'd go to a movie about a plastic doll and be so deeply moved, have an existential crisis and be taken back to our childhood the girls who felt too much and not good enough, 
that some moments were our last without realizing it. Like the last time we put our Barbies down was the last time we played with them. Or when we stopped living with our siblings, that was the last time forever. So yeah, I mean, it definitely can bring out the feels for a lot of us bringing out that inner child. I was the biggest Barbie girl growing up. I still have my doll's house. I had the Barbie camper van and I played with dolls probably longer than most kids, I would say, just because I, I don't know, I just loved it and making clothes for them and making cool little rooms. And I would encourage you to find the things that make you happy. And maybe it was something you love doing when you're a child, whether it's being creative or and not just doing it to be really good at it. Like if you love painting or you love dressing up, do it. I've had so much fun recently just and honestly it's brought me so much this whole around this time brought me so much happiness and it's just from simple things at home and yeah it's made me feel really good so don't ignore the things that you love I know as you get older it can be harder with other responsibilities and things but if it's just as simple as being creative with something then do it, make time for it. We all have time to scroll, so (laughs) maybe we could do that instead. So yeah, definitely encourage you because it's just made me so happy. So I would love to, I would love for you to feel that happy as well. What else is there to update you on? I have been working a lot behind the scenes on other parts of my business and projects. So yeah, I've been pretty busy with that and some you'll see more soon. But that's been a whole other process in itself and working for yourself uh, can be really challenging at times. I think I'll save maybe a chat around that for another episode. My friend Anna, who often pops on, she's been on holiday, so we'll get her back on soon. And I do have more guest interview episodes to come for you. As part of feeling a lot more creative recently and having a lot of ideas, I have been making a lot more social content recently. So if you're not already, you can find me at Belle Crawford on Instagram, Belle underscore Crawford on TikTok. I think that's all we've got time for. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Self Love Club. Make sure that you hit follow on your podcast app now if you're not already subscribed. This is the number one way to support us. It helps other people find us. It means that we can keep making this podcast for you. So please hit follow now. And if you enjoy listening, please leave us a five-star rating and just take a few moments to write us a positive review. You can share our podcast if you're enjoying listening on your stories. Tag us in it so we can see and share. And make sure you're following at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram so you can keep up with videos from our episodes, our daily content, and self-love notes for you as well. And I have been making... Making, uh, some memes there may have been quite a few Barbie memes recently um, Barbie and Taylor Swift they are carrying the entire economy this year we love to see them in the queen era and send the link to this episode to your friends share the self-love club with someone you think will enjoy listening as well new episodes are released on Mondays from 5am New Zealand time I'll catch you soon Ellie the most bye Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 